0: Welcome to the Oxcast, where we listen to three idiots talk about nerd shit. I'm Crispy
1: Kraut. I'm Mr. Jay Whit, and I'm Halion. So,
2: we have a little bit of a different episode today. Um, just to give you a little, just to give a little background, human beings throughout their history have felt a need to communicate, have felt a need to exchange ideas. Um, it is really kind of what separates us. From the other species, it's kind of how we've uh, thrust ourselves to being the dominant life form on this planet. From the earliest days, where we used the uh, unwritten medium of, you know, oral storytelling to to pass traditions, to pass histories, to pass information down. Um, Even then, that evolved into say like the Roman forum, where you could have grand discussions and debates that went everywhere from politics to scientific theories to theology religion to everything. It is that need to uh, and the ability to exchange information to drive forward thinking even to modern day such as like TED Talks or even the internet itself where we can have all the information of the world available at our fingertips, available to everyone
1: I'm extremely scared.
2: And that in and of itself (laughs) is what drives us forward, that exchange of ideas, that exchange, that ability to, uh, to advance new thought, new ideas, ability to, you know, advance uh, our th- grand thinking of the zeitgeist in general. The conversation we have for you today is not one of those.
0: Oh, my fucking God. Okay. <laughs> oh, no.
2: <laughs> so, Crispy and I were... Uh, you know, just to to throw that the curtain, so to say,
0: more like throw uh, me under the bus. But go no, ahead. no,
2: no. But uh, Mr. Jay Witt there uh, has set up a, some private channels for us to record in the uh, in Discord for us to do the pod. But he also set up a channel just for us to throw topics or throw ideas, just kind of like a sticky board. Throw whatever else we got up there. Anything you think of, if we all like something, then we may grab to a topic, or at least it's a way to kind of
1: aggregate. At least them. put everything in a spot. Otherwise. It is extremely difficult.
2: Right. So I threw up there one day early this week that I thought that we should have maybe kind of like a list episode where we come up with, you know, our top five, whatever, or maybe even make it a part of most episodes that we do a a top five of whatever topic we're discussing. And uh, And Crispy just on a whim uh, threw out, oh,
0: Top 10 places I've taken a dump Exactly in science fiction.
2: And then I immediately tagged on to that, said, you know, top five places in science fiction I would like to take a dump. And then that just, for whatever reason, uh, sparked a fancy and an interest. And so we Mm -hmm. threw the the topic we originally had thought about discussing this week aside. And so that's what we're going to be discussing.
0: Yeah, this entire week. Helion has just been messaging us, being like, "All right, I'm doing some research, going down a rabbit hole." And the more that he's talked about it, the more and more I've become increasingly concerned. So I'm curious to see what exactly we have going here.
1: Because I don't really do research; I just go back to what I learn about what I read.
0: Yeah, the Uh, fact that we're actually doing research is a little concerning. But
1: well, I I I use research with air
2: quotes. Um, You know, I'm I would imagine. I'm a, of a gentleman of a certain age, so my memory doesn't always uh, recollect as clearly uh, as always. So sometimes I like to go back and try to explore things and try to... I have to remember things by re-examining them, going back. Oh, yeah, that's right. Or, oh, that's that. Oh, the, I know that there's something here, but I got to find... Oh, okay, it's from that, and that's what the details of it are. Um, but just to uh, to kind of delve into uh, into our subject, I uh, I wanted to mention... Uh, just a couple things. I'm not going to go back, although I did prepare kind of a history uh, of the toilet, uh, if you will. Uh,
1: wow. Um, um, are we talking uh, plumbing or just the hole in the ground? The shitter is full toilets. <laughs> oh, <laughs> in, what we would call consider like the modern flushing
2: toilet. Okay. Um, it was actually uh, nice. invented in 1775 by a Scottish inventor.
0: Herbert toilet. <laughs> Alexander Cumming.
2: Alexander Cumming, and he was actually the uh, person who innovated the S-shaped pipe uh, that Crispy so uh, mentioned earlier. Um,
1: It was actually in the nineteenth century. But they hadn't figured out that you don't you want a little bit of space on the bottom, so that way you can take it out easily and dislodge. Okay. Nope. It was was actually the S.
0: This is around the time they're figuring out humors and shit. So.
1: In the late 1700s? No. Um,
0: (laughs) Not too far removed.
1: But, like, they still understood physics. They understood uh, metric stuff. They understood how pipes work. A lot of plumbing has been invented for a very long time, uh, especially with Roman, the Roman arrows. That's been around for a good long bit. I'm surprised the biggest issue is the plunging action. That requires some amount of technical knowledge. But past that, there's not a lot of complicated things inside of a toilet.
2: Yeah, it, it, specifically, it was his invention of that S-shaped pipe that allowed a bowl to use water to, and, while creating a seal, preventing the sewer gas from coming back th- up, up to the toilet.
1: Oh, yep. Okay.
2: So in the late 19th century, i I'm going to use the exact term that I found in multiple sources because I did not know this was a thing. A London plumbing impresario, whatever that means, named Thomas Crapper, manufactured oh. one of the first widely successful lines of flushed toilets. Crapper did not invent the toilet, despite what a lot of people will use as, as the urban legend, but he was the, who, the person who developed the ball cock, which is an improved tank-filling mechanism that we still use in toilets today. And it was this Crapper brand flushing toilet that was so ubiquitous across the uk that in world war one when american soldiers were stationed there they began running across them which they had not seen anything like that before and they wait until one well the the type of flushing toilet that they had there okay and more specifically though that the name brand which was on the side of the tank of those toilets became something that they co-opted, so when they came back home, they began using the term crapper to refer to pretty much any toilet. Okay. So
0: you know, I'll be honest, I haven't been paying attention for the fast, past five minutes, because the entire time I've just been sitting here thinking about how long it was from making the toilet to discovering that you need to wash your hands afterwards, because that came 2nd Mm-hmm. So uh, I've been sitting here thinking yeah. about that time difference and how horrifying that must have been to live in that time period.
2: Follow the phrase of one of my favorite YouTubers, the past was the worst. It smells great in the past. They so, literally had
0: entire streets for shit, but go on.
2: So, uh, basically, modern plumbing hasn't advanced that much as far as the design of the toilet, you know, this and that. Oh, good. But, <laughs> but the, are, go uh, the next thing that we want to kind of advance along our, our, our subject of discussing you know fictional settings, particularly sci-fi, is the idea of what exactly did the astronauts do uh, with their waste? Uh, on Apollo missions, there was no bathrooms. There were no toilets. The, uh, the astronauts had to use uh, little cuffs and, uh, and bags that they would seal and, uh, and then roll up to put their various wastes in. And it wasn't even until the 70s that NASA developed a toilet that would work in space that they had on the space lab. So they what just me tells use you this When you want to become an astronaut, you just have to use a doggy bag. Oh Pretty much. God. Yep. Okay, and uh, there are conflicting uh, information. Uh, when I was looking it up, that in some instances, the it was said that the astronauts left the waste on the moon, and some of them, I am hearing that they oh. brought it back with them. Uh, both could be true. I guess it might depend on the mission.
1: Um, I have a very specific thing about pooping on the moon. So one thing that if we start talking about pooping on the moon, there's something I need to make sure is uh, vehemently aware because otherwise my fiance will be annoyed. Um, I'm curious. Yes, we have been talking about if you had the superpower to poop anywhere in the universe, where would you poop? This has been a topic of discussion for at least a week now. Uh, And one of the very fun things is pooping on the moon, so that way it always looks back down on Earth. Uh, The other one is my option was either going to be right in the inlet pipe of a sewer station, so that way there's nothing better for it to go, or pooping on top of someone else's poop. Those are... My very specific things. Ed, hmm. okay. this has been—we have laughed about this for weeks, or or at least a week. Oh what a, man! What an yeah.
2: interesting look
1: into into your uh, personal relationship. Absolutely, this is a <laughs> wild time.
0: My only regret is why didn't I think of it first?
1: Yeah. Mm. So, unfortunately, someone beat us to pooping on the moon. Maybe. Maybe, possibly. It depends yeah. on... We haven't determined yet with our uh, telescopes yet.
0: We can neither confirm nor deny someone took a dump on the moon.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, the moon oh. is a good spot to take a dump. I'm... Thinking... Okay,
1: hey, hey, hey,
2: hey,
0: Oh, sorry, don't go ahead. Steal,
2: don't steal oh. my thunder. <laughs> this is a, a topic? Okay.
0: <laughs> uh, of course it is. We're talking about taking dumps on the moon. Yeah. We yeah. have to get more into detail. Well,
2: like I said, I, I've got a top five and some places in science fiction that I would...
0: Oh, put you put some it. thought into this. I
2: did. And then I've even got some honorable mentions. Okay. But to finish up uh, the, the history of the toilet, um, when they first begin sending astronauts to space on the space shuttle, space lab, and even the International Space Station... Of course, they had kind of a rudimentary vacuum type toilet, but it only worked standing up, which was okay until you began to have female astronauts, that oh. it really did not work very well. So it took NASA six years and $23 million to design a new high tech porta potty. Um, they actually built two, and in 2020, they installed one on the International Space Station, and assuming everything goes well with that, when the their next uh, manned mission to return to the Moon will also include one of those. We've come full circle. Yep, that's a pricey toilet. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, I, I always feel weird when people are like, "It costs X money to make a thing," when most of the money is just the salaries of the people making it.
2: Oh man. Yeah, cuz no, that's where, that's that's a sunk cost. It's not like that's something yeah. that you just that that goes into it. it it's not material price. It's yeah. the salary of the people working. Yes, that's what that's the research and development. That just doesn't yeah. happen in a vacuum.
1: No. Yeah, that so the, those numbers always just sort of give me a bit of a eh, feeling to them. But that's completely beside the point.
2: Yes. So since we've mentioned a little bit about science and, and science fiction and, and fantasy settings in general, um, in doing my research, I uh, research again in air quotes, The uh, you really don't see a whole lot of examples where they explicitly in science fiction uh, refer to bathrooms or toilets or or really in human waste as far as the day-to-day uh you know,
1: management of it, uh, in uh, much at all. Didn't um, they do that in the Martian? And that's the only time it's actually be- become plot relevant. They they do.
2: Um, okay. and I think, and it's more of a, a slot has become much more of a more common thing or more normal thing with modern, uh, fiction, modern sci-fi. Um, I mean, matter in, in, uh, we never even had, a flushing toilet appear on screen in any media at least american media until 1960 in the movie psycho it was the first time a flushing toilet you might have seen one in the background but you never saw one operating until
0: 1960 Um, wow that probably has to do with like the haze code and things back then
2: lots of things you know you didn't see you know especially like on tv back then you couldn't show two people sharing the same bed you know they had to have his and hers and whatnot but Alfred Hitchcock the, uh, was a good guy. Yep, he was definitely a boundary pusher. Yeah. But the, uh, but one of the reasons why that you find that, that bathrooms and toilets and, and whatnot just aren't seen as much in sci-fi is partly because it's not really keeping with the the hopeful, clean, idealistic vision uh, that most of the time they're trying to project of the future. But, uh, but one of the other reasons is it's just boring. Uh, I mean, going to the bathroom <laughs> is such a basic part of human existence it's not really worth covering or spending time on when you can be exploring so much more interesting parts of a setting. I mean, if, you, if you're on a starship and you've got anywhere you can be and you've got other a- worlds to explore and aliens you could be fighting who wants to watch, you know uh, an ensign go to the head it's just, it's not really doesn't drive the story, it's not mm-hmm. really a part you're kind of taking things away Whereas did I in- say
0: that, but there's one instance in science fiction where I'm very curious as to the bathroom, and it is, of course, Demolition Man, because I want to I... know what the fuck the three C cells are about.
2: Boilers, we'll get. Oh there.
0: God, you're about to tell what?
2: me what? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so you told but... me
0: earlier that you don't want to know, and I was <laughs> like, I probably don't. And well, it looks like I'm going to find out.
2: Well, I found a quote, but I will get to it. Um, but you, you, you see stuff like you know, bathroom and and. Human waste explored a lot more in horror and comedy, um, because it's they just they fit better into those subject it's, matters. You know, yeah. it's it's way more suitable for the stories you are trying to tell. I mean, human waste and scary bathrooms work really easy in a scary movie or you know anything that involves body horror. And also, it's a time when you are vulnerable. Your pants exactly, are literally yes. pants are down. Yeah. Yep. And and with comedy, it's just it's simple. Poop is funny. Yeah, you're not wrong. It's just, it's just funny. So I compiled some uh, very well-known, particularly science fiction settings, but a few pop culture ones as well, um, and kind of looked into how do they handle bathrooms? How do they handle human waste? So in Star Wars, they don't say bathroom. Um, they refer to them as freshers, sometime in as refreshers. Um, they're described, you know, very rudimentally and assumed to work just like any other bathroom. Um, the only exam- specific example outside of one video game uh, that shows like a, like a space station bathroom is in The Mandalorian. Season one, episode one, you do <sighs> see that inside the Razorcrest, Mando has a locker that has what's described as a vac tube, which basically looks like the old NASA-style toilet that has like a little vacuum thing in the front and presumably does exactly what it looks like it does.
1: How is it that that Star Wars is always the the one that gets way too in deep in detail on these things?
0: A Wikipedia entry for water? Are you that surprised? Yeah.
1: yeah. Where where is my Wikipedia entry on toilets? It's very important.
0: Oh, the, I bet you there is one.
1: Yeah. So uh have you
2: either of you seen the uh that particular episode of uh mandalorian haven't i haven't watched, watched it i
0: did i missed it i watched the show but i definitely don't remember seeing a toilet
2: all right i'm gonna throw just a picture in there just in case you want to if you're interested I'm curious. so now the next one i'm going to want to move on to is star trek star trek never mentions toilets they don't discuss them. You sometimes will see where they'll show these quote-unquote sonic showers. Um, in Enterprise, being it was an, an earlier generation, they actually had water showers, but you never see a toilet or a head. The first time we actually see one in Star Trek is Star Trek V, the motion picture. The crew is uh, uh basically and the main cast are detained in the brig and at one point you see kirk walk over to the wall hit a button and out slides a toilet that he sits down on now they never call it that but you can see the lift the lid that that would lift up for it it even has a stenciled on the wall next to it do not use in space dock but this is the only toilet we ever see in star trek until the last season of Picard where they go back in time and he's trying to figure out how to use a 21st century
1: toilet but we will not talk about that. So, okay, I, I have a bit of an update for Wikipedia. Hmm. There is both a toilet section and a Legends toilet section. Oh my God, it broke Don't me. worry. Uh, it's it, it's very confusing. I don't understand I'm Wikipedia. Shocked. So what is, what
2: is the Disney uh, have to say about uh, about this because when I'm referring to freshers is basically the
1: what were the legends canon that I was that I'm familiar with. Okay. Um. There is apparently a creature that would live in a toilet and then emerge. It appears to be a like snake thing. I will. I will fuck that up this pronunciation. Kind of like the a dying, dying goa. Yes, yes, that's that's, right. that's the
2: exactly. exact same thing that uh, attacked. Uh, Han and Luke and them in the uh, trash compactor, the Dianoga. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Those, I've shared in the chat the two
1: pictures of from uh, Star Wars and Star Trek that I had. Okay. This appears to be a generic, like stainless steel toilet with a tube in front. Yep. And there's also a man oh. sitting with his pants on.
0: Oh, I remember that toilet scene. Okay.
1: Yeah. Very important. Yeah.
2: Even though, here's a little interesting thing I found about in Star Trek that in an early episode of The Next Generation uh, the Locars, which is the interesting graphics display that they use for controls and, and the screens and whatnot in, uh, in Star Trek The Next Generation in one of the early episodes there's a diagram prop of the Enterprise uh, on one of the walls that they're using to figure something out. And uh, what Jonathan Frakes later pointed out was that nobody mentioned at that point was there was only one public bathroom in the entire ship designated on that diagram. Mm. So you had a ship with a comp crew complement of somewhere between one and up to 6,000 members with only one public toilet.
1: Oh God. Okay. That's fun to me that now that's a let the game begin. (laughs) Yes.
2: Now, it's assumed that most of the crew had one in their private quarters.
0: They teleport the poop out.
2: But yes, still, teleporting poop. Did, did, yeah, did every time you have <laughs> to go to the restroom, did you have to run back to your quarters or just wait in line at that one restroom? Captain's log. <laughs> I'm still waiting. No, nope, the captain had one in his own, in his wedding room. If you, if it, uh, in the captain's ready room, when you look, you know, you've got the window, you've got that little built-in aquarium, and then there was a little alcove next to that. That was the captain's own washroom.
1: Oh, okay. How
0: about that?
2: Now, in Enterprise, uh, again, being a prequel show, it was mentioned that all the waste from the ship is broken down and recycled through uh, the systems and returned back into water or you know, what essentially recycled into the system, yeah, uh, which sounds gross. Yeah, which is but,
1: also just how you do it in space, right?
2: Right. Uh, by the next generation, however, this has been improved and refined so that now any waste um, that can't be that can't or isn't going to be recycled into uh, water really more or less just gets recycled into energy that's reused in the replicators.
1: Yeah OK, it's a, an
2: advanced form of so replication is power. they
0: turn poop into replicator stuff.
2: Yep, they turn, they turn everything into replicator oh,
0: stuff. Outstanding.:
2: Because all it is is just, you know reconstituted matter, reconstituted it, from energy.
1: Yeah, it's just water and stuff.: Yep, it's true. Like, I actually don't have any complaints about that. That's a very normal, reasonable thing. It's I don't know why it's, right? why it's relevant, but whatever
2: yeah because because you're talking about so much far advanced technology that that seems normal. whereas the state of recycling now, it's you're still a little bit too close to it feeling like so what you're saying is, I'm um, that this dinner of us just replicated was somebody's poo yesterday in the that that we're still t- we that's technology we can't comprehend. So I think it still makes it a little seem a little gross, whereas in the future, it's just normal because, Everything, everything was matter. Everything becomes energy. Energy is recycled yeah. back into
1: matter. Mm-hmm. It's, it's no big deal. It, it would be aggressively wasteful to just not. Right? Right. So, and, 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 in the,
2: and in the future, that's exactly how they would handle everything because it's yeah. efficient.
1: Yeah. I, I don't have any knowledge with that.
2: So, Battletech. Battletech absolutely has toilets or heads. Uh, depending on the, the specific setting that you're in, uh, they do get mentioned from time to time, but they are presumably really not much different than what we have today, uh, even in the 31st century. Um,
1: the you only know one of them
0: when they flush commit war crimes. That's
1: <laughs> well, yeah, of course. And, you know... I do actually have something I'd like to talk about relating to flushing in space. Mm-hmm. That okay? Um, the book, unrelated to the movie and the video game. Roadside picnic. One of the theories for why the zones were created. Uh, one of them is that aliens landed, fucked around, and then left. The other theory in the book is that the ale- the positioning for all of the zones on Earth. They are positioned in such a way that a star and a planet on it, that star could have shot in- it out into space. So all of the zones and the alien artifacts is literally trash and poop that they just shot into space and it happened to land on Earth. Wow.
2: Oh, so Earth is like their uh, compost
1: pit.
0: Pretty much.
1: That's kind of logical. Yeah. It was. It was. I was like, oh, that's very reasonable. Thank you for doing that.
2: It's Gross. The gal- what?
1: <laughs> the, cool. The galaxy is your toilet. Yeah. There's a few okay. garbage planets as well on various sci-fi stuff. They're oh, yeah. always really fun, but... that's pretty neat. So, the, uh, like I said, there's not a
2: lot in Battletech about toilets, but I, it kind of sparked a, uh, an idea in my head that I could imagine that on the battlefield to the 31st century, someone has to be signed, this poor unfortunate soul to have to go pilot some form of honey wagon going all around the back lines and keeping all the portable latrines emptied and serviced while dodging the occasional sniper round or stray LRM volley.
1: Oh no! (laughs) So you have the poor dude cleaning out the porta-potties? Yep.
2: Driving his, you know, his hover wagon that's full of, you know, 400 gallons of human waste.
0: You know that's going to be a target.
2: Of course they They're going to
0: want to shoot that.
2: Of course, if you're the enemy and you see that honey wagon, it's just like if you're the guy uh, driving the little machine that picks up the balls at the driving range. Of course, everyone's going to try to hit you. Oh, no. Uh, The next setting where I thought it was interesting, uh, where they mentioned...
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Before we go to that, I had a thought. I you think there's been an instance in Battletech where a ship has misjumped like that one German submarine that sank because somebody flushed a toilet?
1: It's got to be possible, right?
0: It has to be.
1: Sorry, what happened to a submarine? I don't know about this.
0: I don't know the specifics of it. I forget which okay. submarine it is, but there was a submarine that was a, a U boat that sank because of a of a toilet.
2: Mm-hmm. If I remember this again, I'm I'm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not. I'm, ha- I'm, I'm, I'm only partially remembering, but I think it's one of those where somebody flushed a toilet while they were submerged. And the valve on the toilet stuck, and they had uncontrollable flooding.
1: Oh, okay. And then, It's not like it was a poor design sort of thing. Okay. Right. Uh, well, it was yeah. poor design, but like not... Yeah, it was, just, it was one of those things
2: where it wasn't intentional, but it was like one of those, like, this thing led to this thing led to this thing led to this thing led to, okay. you know, oops, we're on the bottom of the ocean. Um,
1: okay.
2: Yeah, a bit of flooding gone wrong. Okay. Yeah. Which, you know... Happened quite a bit with U-boats.
0: They weren't exactly perfect, were they?
2: Well, to be honest, n- no sub has been developed yet. That has been uh, what I would Idiot-proof. call completely reliable. I mean, hell, the Hundley, which is the, you know, sank like four times before they ever got it to work half right, and then it still killed its crew. Uh, but That's about right. In the next setting, uh, Dune.
1: The Fremen
2: use still suits, full body suits covering their bodies that process all of their wastes that they produce, that process by, through the movement of their bodies, through their suits, recycling it all into water that can be drunk through a tube so that no moisture of any kind is wasted.
0: It is canon in the lore that the Fremen smell like shit because they don't wash. Yeah, And and imagine if you're in a suit that filters your shit like that, you're going to smell bad.
2: So was, I just, that, that has always just captured my imagination, how efficient, but gross it is.
1: My favorite thing is, um, during the first book, as they were wandering around the desert, the mom was just sitting there being like, I don't want to drink this. This is disgusting. And they're like, <laughs> you could just die, I guess. Yeah. But the best place to put water is inside of your body. Really? And the best source of water out in the middle of the desert is... Your body. Your body. Yep. Yep.
2: Now, as Crispy alluded to in Demolition Man, famously, there are the three shells, and no one's really been sure how they operated. It was never alluded to. Um, I'm sure there are theories, but I actually found a quote from Mr. Sly Stallone himself, from a few years ago, and I am not going to try to do a Sylvester Stallone accent. I am not uh, an impersonator. But it goes something like this. You use, you know, the first two shells like sort of like chopsticks, you know. (laughs) And then you take the third shell and gently, you know, scrape away any residue. Huh.
0: Well, that's horrifying.
2: My question is, the what are those shells made out of?
0: I hope it's something soft.
2: And hypoallergenic.
0: Oh, God. Yeah. Guaranteed to give you hemorrhoids.
2: <laughs> so, I found a little interesting uh, article doing my, air quotes, research. Science fiction author and screenwriter... Gary Widow has a pitch for the ultimate geek parenting book on toilet training called Pooping is Logical, which tackles the daunting task of teaching toddlers how to use the bathroom with a Star Trek twist. The book is told from the perspective of two very patient Vulcan parents who want to teach their child that not only is pooping a natural process, but doing it in a toilet instead of a diaper makes much more sense. Vulcans are known for their logic and rationality, so they're ready to provide answers for little kids who always want to know why.
0: Wow. Uh,
1: I guess? I guess it works. Yeah. I've never had to do that, to train a small child. Yeah. I imagine it's pretty awful, but I guess I don't know. I have trained four,
2: and I can tell you A, girls are easier. Uh, B, if you're lucky, it doesn't take that long, but when you're not lucky, oh, there will be horrors.
0: Okay. I don't want to know.
1: Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, that is the, the breadth of the research that I did as far as uh, a little bit of history of and uh, science fiction and fantasy settings and so forth. Um, so now I would like to open it up to you because I've got, again, I've mentioned, I've been talking a lot. I've got my top five places that I would personally like to relieve myself uh, in science fiction slash fictional settings. Uh, but I'd like to open it up and let y'all comment or, and speak for a bit.
1: Um,
0: I don't even know where to begin.
1: Yeah. Ah, uh, let's see. Okay. Nope, brain isn't
2: working. Well, I could, could, just to maybe kind of get uh, the ball rolling or to kind of get, I can throw a couple of things out there. Um, There's an episode of Rick and Morty, season four, episode two, that turns out Rick has an entire planet that he is fully customized specifically just for him to take a dump on. It's got its own toilet. There are no other living creatures on the planet. It is strictly for his privacy and enjoyment. I think that would be awesome. That would seem like a really comfortable, very peaceful place to be able to take a dump.
0: Hmm. Wow. it's a good choice. An entire planet just to take a dump on.
1: I'm trying to think of like... Narratively, when it's relevant and when it's important, and it's not ever, and that is the point so right? yeah, I'm just thinking of
0: people that I would fuck with if I could take a dump somewhere in fiction, and the first thing I thought of was taking an upper decker at Emperor Palpatine's throne because you yeah, notice I right away yeah. yeah, if you're gonna
1: do anything, poop banditing a bunch of jerks is very, oh, fun. yeah. Um, or,
0: in, or do it in the meditation chamber that Darth Vader has.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a good
2: good one. I didn't even think about that. Because he's not even going to notice it until he gets in there, closes it up, and the helmet comes off, because he can't yeah. smell anything.
0: And it's it's pressurized in there, so he's going to have a
2: hard time. Oh, 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 Crispy. That's <laughs> cursed. That is good. You just,
0: you just hear it close, and all of a sudden, you just hear screaming muffled coming from inside. Oh, God oh he just starts crying (laughs) growing up
2: oh and he would smell it he would smell it and taste it it was every time he put the mask back on no matter that that is my number one
0: and that is hard to beat
2: that is good okay oh oh Oh. mr j you got anything different any oh fuck
1: i don't know um Mm. If uh, I got nothing, I got hardcore nothing. This is—I <laughs> have not thought about this or really done any sort of research. Uh well, to be fair, uh,
2: from my perspective, you're kind of the brainy one uh, of of, of yeah. the three of us. Uh, so I think this is way more—is it left side topic? The brain it's, of the brain? Um, it's the—it's more of the brain stem.
1: Of the brain. So yes, it's it's definitely more the lun- monkey lizard portion. Yeah, to me, Absolutely. when when we're talking about this, I'm mostly thinking about like the uh, the narrative implications of things. Mm-hmm. Like when if you're going to make it relevant, it's either going to be a failure of systems, in which case, like, oh no, nobody can poop anywhere, and suddenly it's a very big, very extreme issue, or It's comedy, as mentioned before, because poop's funny. But, like, I don't know. I got nothing. If I could poop anywhere, I would definitely... I I can't even think of that, because I got nothing. My brain doesn't work right now.
2: All right, well, I'm going to tag off what Crispy said. Um, Being that I am such a huge Star Wars nerd, I do have two from the Star Wars universe. Um, did uh, either of you watch Book of Boba Fett?
0: No. Um, no.
2: Okay. Well, outside of the Book of Boba Fett, obviously the last time we saw Boba Fett was at the end of Return of the Jedi, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Where
2: he, Or not the end of the early uh, opening act of Return of the Jedi, where he gets knocked into the Sarlacc. Well... Yep. In Book of Boba Fett, spoilers, he survived.
1: Wait, I thought he
2: died, and that was the full point. Oh but no. He, uh, he went, went, sometime after getting out, he reacquires his ship, and, and, and fuck you Disney, it is not called the Fire Spray, it is not called Boba Fett's ship, that ship is called Slave One. It always has been, it always will be, and you can't <laughs> retcon that. But I digress. In one of the scenes, he takes his ship out to the, to the great pit of Karkoon, where resides the, the almighty Sarlacc, and he blows the fuck out of it with bombs. Gets his revenge. I would have done something a little different. I would have taken my handy-dandy Mandalorian jetpack, and I would have flown directly over the top. And just out of the reach of the tentacles, and as it extended that little beak-mouth thing to try to, you know, reach up and catch me, I would have dropped one right down its gullet. (laughs) Yeah.
0: You better hope you're out of reach of those tentacles, otherwise you're going to have a horrible colonoscopy.
2: (laughs) I've already had one of those this year, thank you. Yeah, it does not go without a little bit of risk, but I think it would have been worth it
0: no guts no glory i guess
2: yeah now i do want to show this with you gentlemen just because this is proof that i am not a crazy person
0: because oh, well. somebody
2: else out there has you had are, the same idea you're because you're
0: a fucking podcast for that you really
1: are
2: cuz these are de- these are decals that you can purchase on the internet to turn your toilet into the Sarlacc pit
1: oh no oh oh There's a person on the inside of there, and the bear. Oh no! Oh my
0: god! And you can see right
2: there at the bottom. That's uh, that's uh, Lando trying to getting drug in.
0: Right. So I
2: am not the first person to have that idea.
0: Yeah, apparently not. Wow.
2: Anything else?
0: I don't honestly know where to go from there,
2: because <laughs> <laughs> I've got a few more. You've
0: really gone into the hole <laughs> of this topic. Oh my I can't
2: gosh. help. I don't know why. It just, it really just, you know, sparked I'm... my imagination.
1: I genuinely, I just got nothing. Keep going. Like I can keep being horrified at your, your honesty. I mean, you've indirect, definitely yeah.
0: succeeded in that end. All
1: right. So,
2: on my list is the Death Star exhaust port.
0: Oh, God, I was thinking about this, actually.
2: Because if Luke could drop a couple of proton torpedoes down there, I can't help but wonder what would happen if I sent a couple of deadly warheads of my own to the reactor core.
0: The answer is bad. (laughs) If you're just, like, outside in a spacesuit, just at the exhaust port, do you think a dump could cause it to explode? How stable is the reactor?
1: I don't know. It's a reactor. Generally, you don't want your exhaust pipe exploding because then your exhaust doesn't work right.
2: Yeah, it's it's not good. Usually, is it? Yeah, you know, maybe it just clogs it up. You know, and they get a little bit of backup. I don't know. Can't
0: it imagine just would, it's
2: good. It just came to mind. So, number two on my list because I am counting from <laughs> the bottom up is inside the TARDIS. Uh, It's It's bigger on the inside. (laughs) It is bigger on the inside. See, the TARDIS, it's mentioned multiple times that it has a bathroom. But in the 60-year history, we've never seen it. So it's got to be just bonkers, right? Because the TARDIS is sentient. It's alive. It has the ability to change its shape at will and to alter itself to better suit its passengers. So it's got to be just the most badass, bonkers bathroom you can imagine.
0: Mm. You, you know it is. You know that there's all kinds of crazy shit in there.
2: Yep. And who's to say exactly it could be different want. every time you go in? That's number one. Oh, but my number one science fiction or fictional places that I would like to take a dump I would like to be standing on the main transporter pad of Deep Space Nine, looking over into the steely eyes of Chief Miles O'Brien while maintaining eye contact the entire time because that makes it extra weird, while he uses the ship's internal sensors to lock onto my turd and beam it out of my body, into space, right up to the event horizon threshold of the Bajoran
1: wormhole. Oh, I would have just like, you just put it right in someone's, like, windscreen. Just a shit, and just suddenly they're just just driving and just...
2: Well, see, the, the reason why you put it there is just as it crosses that threshold, it causes the the uh, wormhole to activate and it's in the celestial temple and it's glowing tendrils opening up like a beautiful lit flower in space and all its splendor while pulling my little log into itself and then hurling it across the cosmos into the Delta Quadrant. Oh my God. Uh, Yeah. That would be a multi multi light year literal shitpost.
1: See, I was, I was leaning a different way. I was imagining the worst captain ever who was just constantly beaming over uh, requesting the teleporter to just be like, hey, I got a shit. Am I taking care of this? Or just like, I need a drink. Get me something. Teleport me a drink. See, that takes me back to what I totally think
2: that uh, Captain Horatio... Of the Thunder Child during Star Trek, I totally <laughs> yeah. would have done that. Oh yeah, no, because he this... was using because he flat out used the teleporter as a weapon. Yes, yeah, yes. Take all of uh, computers or or you know engineering, lock onto everything that's not human and teleport it into the engine of the enemy
1: ship.
0: Oh God,
1: that's brilliant. Or you just. Uh... I think they teleported some bombs on the enemy ship a couple times. Yeah. Just to really get it in there.
2: Yeah. I mean and Texas even said that he if he could program the computers in Star Trek, he would just tell them that anytime they detected something that wasn't didn't belong to Starfleet, you know, beam onto the ship just to instantly beam it back, but only half of it.
0: Oh god. I could see Te- that happening.
2: Yeah, Teleporters be- are terrifying. Yeah. Just just beam back the enemy's skeletons. Or vice versa, beam back just the meat, lead the skeletons here. Makes for easier cleanup on our side.
0: Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, I could,
2: but I I have a couple of honorable mentions. Um,
0: you have put so much thought into this, and I
2: (laughs) really can't help it. It captured my imagination. Um, Mount Doom from Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. But my my it, reservation, though, is
1: I'm concerned that the heat might make it really smell bad. So what you do is you put it, there's that like weird little outcropping outcro- in there, that like rock protrusion. You just put it right at the end. Yeah. <laughs> just, 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 <laughs> just, just
2: cook it right there. Just yeah. oh my God. let it just petrify it. Um, another one I thought of was uh, the wall from Game of Thrones. Um, Tyrion I thought you had... had
0: to take Floyd's the wall. I was like, wow. Oh, no, 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 no,
2: no. But you yeah. know, Tyrion had the idea that he wanted to go to the wall and piss off of it. Um, I still think that's a better idea because otherwise it could be a little messy. Yeah. Um, but, it, but again, just uh, – and the last one was, and you brought it up, the moon. If you had a toilet on the moon, I think it would be really peaceful and quiet to just sit there and do your business in silence and in tranquility and just kind of watch the earth spin. Sounds cozy, but that is the extent of my list.
0: Quite the list.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, I don't have a lot to to bring to the table here. Well,
0: I mean, I said my first one, which was taking a dump in Darth Vader's meditation chamber.
1: That, okay. that
2: was good. I that's, I wish I'd have thought of that one.
0: That's that's hard to beat. I mean, I don't know what a second would be. Probably like I don't know inside of Thanos' glove or something.
2: Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, crispy note.
0: I'll take care of it myself. <laughs> uh. Just, I'm just trying to think of the most cursed places you could take a shit in all fiction.
2: Iron Man's helmet.
0: Oh, <laughs> that's a good one too.
1: I am just looking at all of my books and going, no, 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 nothing here, nothing. Here. <laughs> I i got hardcore enough and i apologize
2: well yeah. you you know you're into the big brain stuff that's, and that's fine you know you're the thinking man that's that's fine you know i am i am perfectly you know willing to accept that i am a you know a your child your child at heart is oh, very yeah, yeah. Oh, i'm
0: right there with you helen
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm just it is what it is maybe i don't have as much to bring to future episodes but
0: Oh no, that's <sighs> fine. We'll just shitpost. I figure that's the direction we're going in anyways. So. Oh yeah. Yeah
1: the the issue is I can't even be like because I all of my books on the bookshelf got nothing related to anything here, so I'm like, well would I poop on anything here? No, they got like normal ass toilets. The wool universe doesn't have particularly interesting topics there.
2: You mentioned something about uh when we
1: were discussing this uh, in one of the Hitchhiker's books, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Um, there is a, a planet that they are a paradise planet. They are a beautiful place that, like, everyone wants to go to and visit. And they have an issue where too many people were taking the mass of the planet home with them. So what they do is you're go- you can go there, you can eat there, uh, have a great time, and then when you leave, they surgically remove your poop, and then, so that way it's back in the system, because they were losing too much mass. Okay. I guess that's logical.
0: I don't like this, the phrase, surgically <laughs> remove your poop,
1: but yeah. No, that's it. It was just like this little off section inside of the, uh, the book where they were like, oh yeah, we just do this, this, and this. It's fine. And everyone went, I don't want to go there. But apparently, it's worth it. I don't know. I... know. No, I think that
2: would be a great way to control the tourism industry. Because it, it would have, I mean, yeah, no, no.
1: <laughs>
0: I, I want to hear your logic for this, because I don't
1: see any. So, we're both comfortable, everyone here is comfortable with teleporting out our poop right are we
0: was that a consensus we came
1: up i I was okay with it i'm fine with it
0: what if he messes up
1: (laughs) yes well it's a teleporter if it messes up anytime you're fucked right
0: yeah but it's my colon we're talking about i don't need it to be pulled inside out like a sock from the washing machine Oh no! fine
2: they can replicate
1: you a new one
0: (laughs) (laughs) that doesn't make it much better
1: you can live without, like, a solid foot of your colon. You really don't need that much. <laughs> They'll build you a cyber colon. <laughs> oh,
0: good. I've always wanted one.
1: But So, if we're okay with, surgi- with teleporting, removing poop, then surgically removing is effectively the same with super sci-fi technology. You get knocked out, you wake up, you have a new fun scar, and that's it. As long as yeah, nothing... But, but, but- it still
2: involves my body being violated by foreign things, whereas with teleportation it's just like you're atomizing something from within me and removing it painlessly and without touching the rest of me, theoretically. To, to me, there's still a difference.
1: I feel the end result is the same. No, no, dis- no I can't disagree with you there. Yep. The difference is, if I'm unconscious, I don't have any opinion of what happens to me when I'm unconscious, just when I wake up. And if it's good uh, surgery stuff, I don't have any pain. If I don't have any pain, then it's basically the same. I lose some time. All right. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm,
2: I'm, I'm seeing your point. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking back to my aforementioned own colonoscopy earlier this year. Which the prep for it was hell, but the procedure itself, I was completely asleep, have no idea, no concept, no, no concept even the passage of time. So, okay, I, I, yeah. I will concede your point. I can see that there
1: is not that great a difference between the two. It's still weird, but I, I am okay with both, given the option.
0: I'm reminded of the meme where it's like you're able to do MRIs and cat scans of people's brains, but when it comes to checking your colon, it's still a finger in the ass.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Like, what the fuck, scientists? I well, you
2: think know, you... they're, 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 We're perfectly fine with imaging the inside of the body, but I don't think we're really... Show me the scientist that is really working hard on ass science.
0: I don't know if I want to,
1: there are a few poop scientists, uh, because it's the best way to test for uh, gut biome. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: they're called Scientutes, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because
1: yeah, poop transplants may be a thing in the future. Yep. I thought they were already. Yes, but like an, a thing for normal people to get instead of Extreme. Yeah, they're still it's still
2: being explored the viability and you know what all what all different things can it be useful and yeah. helpful in.
0: I don't know want to know what you meant by that, but go ahead.
1: So okay, a poop transplant is when you take the you take someone a healthy person's poop, you dissolve it, and you just pull out the bacteria. Uh, because a lot of and then you insert that bacteria into someone else's colon via an enema. You give it a squirt
0: wow, you're literally sorting someone's shit out.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, and the idea is that a lot of how human beings interact with our body, like a lot of our feelings actually come from our, our, our gut. For example, oh. I'm lactose intolerant. I, ha- I do not have the bacteria to process lactose. If, in theory, if I found someone who did have that bacteria that pro- processed lactose, and then inserted inside of me, I would no longer be lactose intolerant. Well, how about that? Yeah, like, that's just a really simple little thing. I know that there's other things. It's currently in the magical woohoo, let's go see what we can do phase. Because there's like, oh... There's, like, depression and, like, happiness that are derived from it. And I'm like, nah, probably not, but there is useful things in there.
2: So what you're saying is once they perfect this in the future, we're going to have to update all of our, or- our donator cards.
0: <laughs> we might have to.
2: Or yes. you just get Donate my nice... eyes. Donate my organs. Donate my shit.
1: Oh, you can... That's the great thing about shit. You can harvest it from a living person. Wow. Yep. They just poop, and then you collect it. Well,
2: you know, I like you and all, Mister J. <laughs> I don't know that I'm would feel comfortable with sh- You know, you know, as much as I would like to help you out with your <laughs> lactose intolerance, um, I don't know how comfortable I would be with sharing
1: my superior poop to you. <laughs> oh, I have superior genes. Ah, uh, it's terrifyingly good. I wouldn't worry about that.
0: I hope those genes are stain resistant. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, they actually scientists uh, or archaeologists, rather, they actually learn a lot uh, about what people histor- about historical societies, particularly of uh, of uh, ancient prehumanoids, from studying their poop.
1: Yeah, I can see that of just the material that they ate. Mm-hmm.
0: I can only imagine what their diets must have been like.
1: Same thing with
2: a a lot of prehistoric creatures. There's there's actually quite a bit of fossilized dinosaur poop out there that they will study to determine, you know, what they ate, where they came from, that kind of thing.
1: So, to get big brain, there is another angle here, which is the mystical element of poop. So I'm sorry? Yeah, so I don't know if you... Yes! uh, Witchery, actually. So, a lot of witches' totems in the Middle Ages involve a lot of Bodily function, and they would bottle them and put them put in other pretty gross stuff, and then bury it in the in the ground. You're it right. Was, that is that is true. Yep. Uh, I mean, I guess if it works, it's witches' stuff. So maybe who knows? They're they're doing their own thing.
2: You're not
1: wrong. It, it With witchcraft, there is a lot of
2: a lot of people are common. You know, think about you know with blood involved with curses and things and people have, and of course there's your uh building of like voodoo dolls using hair from somebody and so forth but it's all what it ultimately comes down to is part of a human body part of the flesh part of a person and that is excrement and waste is part of that so that is something you're, you're right mr j that they would yeah. that they did use in uh different spells different um concoctions so forth
1: and there are some historians who really hate their job because they get to dig that up and investigate it.
2: I'm not going to feel bad for them. They chose that profession.
1: <laughs> yeah, they
0: did. They, they decided to get into that field. They should have known the risks. How they get to deal with that shit, literally.
2: You got a pun for... A poop pun for archaeologist there, uh, Crispy?
0: Oh, I've got a pun for everything. They're not always good, but...
2: Well, that's the purpose of a pun. It doesn't have to be good. It's better when it's not.
0: Damn it. I can't (laughs) think of something that's related (laughs) to archaeology right now. The only thing I thought of was craptographer, but that's maps.
2: I was trying to come up with something that ronned with Indiana Jones, but it just didn't quite work.
0: You ever take a dumped so big? You're like, it belongs in a museum. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, we're
2: back. There is an episode of South Park that involves around that.
0: You know, I'm also thinking yeah. of the episode of Aqua Teen Hunger Force where they make Frylock makes the uh, the toilet that's eco friendly, and by eco friendly, I mean it has a turbine, jet turbine on it. And he's trying to get Carl to take a shit in it so he can test it and sell it. Because he's like, every time you flush the toilet, you lose three gallons of water. So then Carl does it and that's when he gets sucked into the jet engine and he just gets turned into a head. And the rest of the episode is them trying to figure out what to put his head on. And they end up putting his head on like a Tonka truck or something. Because it's Aquatine Hunger Force so you know that's where the shit is going. Of course. But that's one of my favorite episodes of Aquatine.
1: Of course, we do have to mention uh, Harry Potter and magicking their poop away, which is
0: very I'm important.
1: Yeah. Um, the author is still very active on Twitter and is responding to questions when he shouldn't respond to them. So they're like, oh, yeah, they just magic their poop away. It's great.
0: We're so bad, man. Yeah.
2: Now, there's... If you can magic your poop away, then what <gasps> was the whole point of the whole moaning Myrtle in the girls' bathroom? Because why do you, yeah. you need, why do you need a toilet if you can just you know alakazam whatever your your dump to be dump
1: begonicus or whatever? I wonder if that's a self-only spell, like you can only cast it on yourself, or can you go around just removing the poop of people? Or or better better yet, go around giving
2: people explosive diarrhea magically. You reverse it. You make them have to poop. Right. Immediately. Yes. Oh, Harry Potter. I think the moral of the story is don't
0: let your your authors try to revise their book after it's been out for, you know, 10 plus years. Or Or just ignore those questions.
2: This is why they don't explore stuff like this in these settings. No. Yeah, because you be do
1: awful. Yeah. It takes a half a second to be like, what if I just insert my poop into you through a teleporter? That <laughs> suddenly no one wants to be in this anymore. Suddenly I'm really not gonna be into friendly.
2: that. First thing, I'm not gonna be friends with that person anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Second of all, it's a ship and you can't
1: leave. Mm. That yeah.
0: would have made alien more awful if
1: that was involved. Oh man! Imagine if the teleporter guy, just every time in the teleporter room, just like he is the ultimate poop bandit, he can put it in where no one has seen before. So someone That's, comes in, someone comes right, in later, takes the logs, and just goes, "What the fuck that happened here?"
2: This would totally be something that would be happening on our ox crude starship that we talked about <laughs> oh my earlier God. in the week.
0: Oh, that fucking
2: <laughs> conversation. Yes. Were you there for Mr. J for that? I was not yes. we we somebody popped up the idea of a
0: that was me. It was I oh you did up, I popped it up. and then I was like talking about it. yeah, i I was like, what if I can only imagine if the ox had a starship and then I go back to work. I come back like an hour later, and it's just an avalanche of just ideas for the ship. And I'm just like, what have I done?
2: Um, oh, yes. you you started a shit post avalanche. It was glorious. I mean, people from uh, yeah. from figuring out what sort of cursed things we could do, from people, you know, chiming in who should be in charge of what, who should hold what position, and I, I think we actually even settled on a name. Uh, I think we, I think we decided it would be the Cursed Endeavor would be the name of the ship.
0: The Donner Party. I
2: don't know. Somebody suggested we have the uh, <laughs> the Indestructible <laughs> Three oh that was me <laughs> oh that was you too see you all these great ideas i, can, I need to start contributing to you i'm sorry can you oh, no, replicate human i just flesh.
0: say shit just to see what happens because i'm just like let's see what shit i can stir up today can you replicate human flesh i hope not i'd be concerned if i knew how to do that
1: i don't see why not you can like replicate cooked stuff so mm-hmm. presumably you can make raw stuff I can would imagine
0: that, stuff. yeah, I guess you could yeah. synthesize flesh because if we're making impossible burgers.
1: Okay, but
2: if you explain yeah. data then, if you could synthesize human fl- synthetic human flesh, why didn't they bother giving him skin?
0: Because maybe they wanted him to be better than human flesh.
2: But, but then mi- in first contact, that's the whole point of this Borg Queen tempting him with giving him flesh that he can feel with.
0: Well, that's more of data himself. That might not have been what the designer was thinking of. They wanted something yeah. better than a machine.
1: maybe. Maybe they didn't want a Terminator.
0: Yeah, I mean, we saw how well the Terminator blended in in the movies.
1: Yeah, I'm just the wondering if is not. Someone has to be making some extremely cursed shit out of that replicator. Oh, I can only imagine. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, you know
2: it is. We never, just... I mean, because just because it's the future doesn't mean you don't still have mental illness. Doesn't mean you still won't get sociopaths. You don't see them very much, but they would absolutely be out there. And,
1: and what does absolute power do? Or you just have the weirdo in the corner who yeah. made it close enough and he's just off there and he's like, and during his off time, he's just messing with a replicator
0: or you got the one guy that's like, there has to be a way to fuck it, and you know what he's putting out <laughs> in the replicator. Like, oh, we've got this oh. new species. Time
2: oh my god. Fire
0: up the replicator.
2: Okay, so there's a guy replicating whatever it is he wants to fornicate Same. with, yep. and then afterwards he can, to to hide his shame, he can just have it <laughs> you know, Sent back, uh, dere what do you call it? Dereplicated? recycled beans back. I guess yeah. so. Yeah, you know, it's lower the perfect. Decks, crap. No, they actually, contri- they actually do mention something about this in Lower Decks in one of the episodes. um Ensign Mariner is told they have she has to empty the biofilters in the transporter room, which are just these giant, like smoking, smelly green tubes full of God knows what. That she alludes to that every time you go in and out of the teleporter, any kind of uh, waste or, you know, undesirableness in your body gets beamed out. Instead of going out with you, they put it into these uh, containment tubes.
1: Oh, that's where the tumors go.
2: Yeah, you've got tumors, you know, you've got cancer... You know, you've got, uh, you know, you've got a really bad case that the runs, whatever the case, you'll just
1: transport you to the
2: planet and we'll leave all that up here.
0: That's going to be handy.
1: But yeah, disgusting. doctors don't, doctors don't really have a lot to do if you can just fix that like that, though. Well, to your point earlier, if you can just teleport, why would you have to do surgery? Yeah. The med bay kind of sucks now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. If you. Yeah. If you can just turn a person into data, it's a lot easier to adjust things.
0: Well, maybe I mean, it's not meant to be that accurate in the terms of the lore. I don't know.
1: Well,
2: on Voyager, they were able to literally beam lungs into Neelix's body after they were surgically removed by an alien species.
0: Wow.
1: How about that? Yeah. I'm still stuck on the idea of replicating a a body of sorts and then just shoving it back in the replicator and being like, yeah, I don't know what happened. Or just murdering someone and shoving it in the replicator and being like, I thought oh. he showed up horror.
2: Now, you've, th- I mean, of course that would seem like it would work, but there's gotta be safeguards and, yeah. and you know, firewalls and, oh, you know, I would have red, red, red flags that would get set off is like, uh, Vincent <laughs> <Winston laughs> Jones, uh, it says here you tried to replicate a, uh, a torso? Just a torso. Can okay you to explain that?
0: Oh, uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, you got to wonder what kind of murders you could get up to with a teleporter.
1: Just oh. outside of the obvious ones of just like taking someone's brain out. I guess you could do that.
2: Yeah. Maybe you just teleport
1: them to a new location but leave their skin behind. Or actually, you know what you can do? You can just put them in. There's a um, the buffer system in the replicators or the mm-hmm. teleporting things. You can just keep them in there, and then just delete it.
2: You know, that's what they did to. Uh, on, I don't remember the episode of Next Generation Relics where they yeah. find an actual Dyson sphere and a crashed ship on the surface of the sphere, and inside it is Scotty from the next from the original series who has been. Uh, jury rigged a way to keep himself in the transporter buffer for like 50-something
1: years as a way to not die. Yeah, you could just use that as a weapon constantly of like, oh, let's br- beam over these, um, these people here. Oh, we're, we didn't bring them all over. One person's just still in the back. i just going to beam a
2: third of your atoms over. <laughs> Yeah, you know, we'll just—we're gonna tell the computer every third atom just beam it out into space,
1: or you just beam them over and you get rid of all of your cell walls. Oh, you just become a oh. Ju- goo <laughs> but, Oh, that would be so <laughs> That's messy. That's
0: horrifying. Yeah.
2: somebody's gonna to have to clean that up.
1: Well, thankfully, they're in the teleporter room. Mm.
2: <laughs> Somebody <laughs> go break out the space mop.
1: Or bringing the it all back bringing it all back to the bathroom with the tube. You just suck them all in. <laughs> just a
2: giant space <laughs> va- uh, shop vac. <laughs> a wet vac. You know what's
0: funny? When you mentioned, like, toilets to Star Trek earlier, I just thought of, I, I, I forget what show it is that um, Patrick Stewart's in, but it's, like, him on a toilet just, like, freaking out because it's a public toilet, so he's putting toilet paper down, and it just falls in, and he's like, for fuck's sake. And I'm just imagining Captain Picard going to the bathroom like that, and like The Next Generation. Just completely uncomfortable with being in a public bathroom, because we never see the bathrooms on the Enterprise. For all we know, this could have happened.
2: Yeah, I'm with Picard there. I don't like public bathrooms either.
0: They're not exactly a place I'd like to sit, either. No. The worst is a porter potty.
2: Stephen King actually wrote a short story where oh a guy is out at a construction site, like, that he owns, but, like, it's, like, on the weekend. And he goes out there because he's got nefarious business dealings, meets with his business partner, and then has to use the porta potty So he goes in, well, his business partner locks him in and shoots it up. Well, the only way he survives is he climbs into... The tank. And he survives, but now he's stuck. And he ends up spending like a whole weekend surviving in this tank until he manages to somehow basically bust the tank and escape. I don't remember the details. I'm glad I don't remember the details. I just remember that. It was not a fun read.
0: Mm, does not. Sounds like a Stephen King book, though.
1: Mm. Um. Remember to wipe. Alright. This has been the Auxiliary Podcast. I thank you for listening. I guess. I don't know. Maybe.
0: I'm so glad I drank before we started this.